Amazing Turtle here of JFW, Just Freaking Wrestling. I am here with the new CSW heavyweight champion, Axel Freaking Rico. Axel, what do you have to say about your win? Oh, my body hurts, but I did it, and I'm so happy, and I love you. Oh, man, I need to go to bed. <laughs> Axel's got to go to bed. This has been the Amazing Turtle of Just Freaking Wrestling. Catch you later. Cowbunga. It's time! It's time! Alright guys, it's the time to get slip the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis. And I am Nebby the Amazing Turtle. God, you're back. You're back with that loud, annoying fucking beginning. <laughs> Excellent. God. Bobby. How you doing? How you doing? You doing good, sir? I am good, Travis T. Glad to hear, glad to hear. Fun, fun filled weekend for you, man, between CSW and SCW Friday and Saturday? Yeah, it was quite fun, not gonna lie. I had my sh- moments. Right? Yeah, it was, well, it was a good, it was a good weekend all around, wrestling wise, too, obviously. Uh, AEW had, uh, their, uh, what the fuck that thing was called? Full the, gear. Uh, full gear. MJF finally champion uh went off at the uh, press conference as MJF would. Yeah. Yeah, Paige had her first match back in I believe 5 years. Uh seemed like a pretty uh monumental moment. Other than that, don't give a shit. Other than that, yeah. don't really care much for the rest of the uh pay-per-view, but two two decent matches out of it. So um and I mentioned full gear uh for a number of reasons. One is we never really talked too much about AEW on here. Um but that's going to change next year because next year we are going back to a two show a week concept where we split indie wrestling and mainstream television wrestling. Uh, plus an awesome surprise coming next year, uh, for, uh, for those who aren't privy to what we do here and, uh, the behind the scenes stuff. Um, uh, there's a, there's a cool surprise happening and I'm hoping it happens or else not. I just look like a fucking liar, but. Uh, I'm used to that. So you usually are. Yeah. Most of the time, just this <laughs> you, yep. You're a liar a lot on that show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, a lot of promises made there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> But I say optimistic as if uh, it's going to happen. So next season or next year, however you want to look at it, uh, a lot of cool things are happening. Obviously, again, like I said, we're bringing back the dual weekly show where we're going to split each other. That way we get more turtle talk uh, or as uh yeah, I guess uh I guess Co is trying to push you to have your own uh, your own little uh Turtle Talk uh show there, nubs. Uh that'll be an interesting thing. I think I've tried it before where I did the mm-hmm. in ring shit. It was called the Pimp Palace at the time, because yeah. at that time I was the prime time pimp, but mm-hmm. that was a totally different time in my life. Yeah, well it's nice to make it seem like you're uh, just using me as a uh the platform to get yourself out there. 
in the uh, podcasting world. Here's the thing. It was unintentional. <clears throat> you know, he could have threw out a, uh, oh, no, Koa, I'm already part of JFW, and we talk indie wrestling there all the time. You should tune in. No, instead you went with, uh, not a bad idea. Well, you got, maybe it's not a podcast. Maybe it's mm-hmm. an in-ring, in-the-ring show, like the Highlight Reel or the King's Court, the Piper's Pit. Something along those lines. Because mm-hmm. did you notice at SCW, you saw less of me? We're not, we're not skating past the fact that you're trying to create something out of this here, man. I can skip past that here. Aren't we supposed to be creating stuff for no! Freaknet? For no! Freaknet Studios? No! Yes, you know, you are correct. <laughs> no. no, I encourage you to do whatever you like to do, Nubby. I would never, I would never deter you or fault you from uh, pursuing other avenues of your entertainment. I'm totally on board 100% whatever you want to do. I am JFW for life. Fuck yeah. Most people are. And if you're go. not, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck yeah, you can. Um, yeah, so uh, we're obviously going to talk about SCW. We're going to talk about CSW. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those results. We do got a couple shows coming up this week. I think three of them, I believe, is that correct? Or yep. just, yeah, there's three of them this week. Yep, but before we do any of that, uh, we're going to do pred- uh, predictions for Survivor Series. Oh, wait, no, are we doing that next week? No, that's this week. It is on Saturday. Why do I keep thinking it's next week? Yeah, this Saturday is Survivor Series. Technically, November's not over till next Wednesday. Yeah, I guess so. Some shit like that. So, that it seems I'm, weird. I think I'm just really excited for next week because um, I'm making it an absolute mission to go to Rocket Pro and IPW, which I believe both of them are next weekend. So, uh, IPW second and third. Right. Uh, no, IPW is this upcoming Sunday. Okay, so this Sunday's IPW, and next Saturday the 2nd is RPW, Rocket Pro. The, the, the gotcha. 3rd. But Whatever, same, same fucking shit. Right. What are you correcting me? Correct me for? Uh, I don't want you to have the wrong information. Going through a tunnel. Oh, hell's about Okay, Yes. IPW is uh, this coming Sunday, so we're going to talk about those. Uh, we're going to talk about that match card, and Rocket Pro will be talking about next week. So, okay, uh, predictions for Survivor Series, which is only four matches uh, mentioned right now. So, I'm not sure how many more matches are going to be booked. So we'll just have to predict what we can now. And uh, Raw's going on right now. I'm sure it'll be a match. You know. You know, a challenge put out there for, uh, fucking Survivor Series. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Nubby. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with Shotzi versus Ronda Rossi. SmackDown Women's Championship. Ooh. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm going Ronda too. Ronda, Ronda, help me, Ronda, help, help me, Ronda. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. I'm going AJ. I'm going with Finn. Finn. Uh, women's. Let's 
Women's Survivor Series, uh, Women's War Games. So on one side, you got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a player to be named probably soon. Uh, who, who would you guess? I know there's, there's three people that come to my mind and I know who I'm picking, but who are you picking to be the fifth member? Um, well, wouldn't, no, uh, Trish Stratus. No, what? No, what? Why? What? No. Why not? Why not? Because it's not going to be Trish. She's not going to go into a fucking War Games match. There's no way in hell she's going into a no, War Games match. Um, okay, honestly, I think it, it's going to be Charlotte. Charlotte's Char- a good choice. Uh, a lot of people think it's going to be uh, Beth Phoenix. Um, I've heard Becky Lynch. I'm going to say it's Candice LeRae. Because the last time we saw Candice LeRae, she was jumped by damage control and was injured. Mm. So I'm going to say it's Candice LeRae. So, but anyways, as of right now, it is only Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, taking on uh, damage control, Bailey, uh, Dakota Kai, uh, EO Sky, uh, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. So, if I had to pick, I'm going to go with uh, Team Bel Air. I am going to jump on that train. Right. And then, obviously, the fifth match that's currently booked is the Men's War Games, which you have the Bloodline on one side, which is uh, Solo, Sokoa, I think I pronounced that right, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, and the Usos, taking on the Brawling Brutes. That's uh, Ridge Holland, Butch, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. And if I had to pick, I'm going to go Bloodline. Yeah, blood, bloodline, yeah. I just don't see the other guys winning. I mean, there's a small chance, but no. Nah, bloodline, they got it. Yep. So if no other uh, matches are scheduled, then right now our picks come down to AJ and Finn, which in hindsight doesn't really matter because I'm going to win this year anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But next year we are going to include AEW pay-per-views into the uh, challenge. So uh, we'll see. Uh, there still works into possibly creating a JFW title where the winner would be that champion. So that may be also be coming in 2023. So uh, a lot of exciting things happening uh, after the first of the year, and hopefully all of them happen. Other than that, uh, as far as uh, what's happening in the world of wrestling, not too much stuff that I'm too excited about. Uh, not even much worth mentioning at the moment. I'm sure there are other things I should mention or, you know, whatever. But I want to talk a lot about the indie wrestling stuff that happened because, obviously, this was the season finale of CSW this past Friday. We went to Feast or Famine and Southland Championship Wrestling this past Saturday. And, of course, uh, a couple big shows coming up uh, for uh, you, Navi. Uh, one this weekend and one the following weekend. And, obviously, a big show happening this Wednesday. So, let's dive into uh, let's dive into some indie stuff. Let's get some uh, some turtle indie talk going. And uh, let's dive let's dive into this shit. All right. Um. Well. We oh, did. fucking wait. Oh, you know what? Um. I, I've been wanting to buy a comic. Where can I buy one? 
Lovely. If you need to buy a comic, all you gotta do is go to cartercomics.com. Cartercomics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether you're looking for a graded comic or a raw comic. If you're looking to get a bunch of comics, you can throw them all into one big cart, and you can check out. And you can save 10% on that entire order just by using the discount code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. That's right, Nubby. If you want to buy $500 worth of comics, you can use the discount code FREAKNET. You'll save 10%. Right? Right, right, fifty bucks, bro. Ooh, yeah. You want to spend a thousand dollars? I can save you a hundred bucks just by using discount code Freaknet. Simple math, bro. The more you spend, the more you save. It's just how it works. And you can take that hundred dollars you save. Let's say you go in there, you're like, I'm going to drop a thousand dollars on fucking comics. Use the discount code Freaknet. You save yourself a hundred fucking bucks. And then you're like, you know what? I want to take this hundred dollars and I want to buy more comics. Most places. You're done discount coding, but not here. Not for Freaknet Studios, not for JFW, and not for CarterComics.com. You can use that promo code Freaknet on your $100 purchase, and you save yourself 10 bucks. And you can do it again. You take those $10, find another comic, boom, you save yourself a buck. Now, I'm not sure they have any comics for a dollar, so you're probably done at that point. So you're going to have to start over again at $1,000. But again, for every $1,000 you spend, you save $100. $500, wow. 50 it's nuts. I know. I know you're thinking, Nubby. Well, geez, Travesty. I don't want to just go buy stuff out of a website. I want to go bid on shit. I want to hit some fucking eBay. Well, guess what? My discount code works on eBay. If you go to any four of CarterComics.com's uh, eBay accounts, you can bid. You can, you know, you can, you can negotiate. You can buy outright. Ten percent savings on any comic from any of their four homepages. CarterComics.com, scroll to the bottom of their whole page, click one of their four links to one of their four eBay accounts, and start saving today. That's my gift to you. This holiday season, go to CarterComics.com, buy some comics for some loved ones, and it'll be a gift for them and for you because you can save 10% on your entire order just by using promo code FREAKNET. I know you people out there got some nerdy fucking relatives that love comics. Go buy some. There's some wrestling comics. They do. I own a couple of them, and they're graded, and they're amazing. CarterComics.com. Comic up. Nubby. Thanks for all that. Let's get some tit-talk going, bro. We got some tit-talk. Um, so, um, you know, we'll definitely talk about the shows first that are coming up, because um, a couple good, fun things happened this past week, and I want to save that for last. So, um, this Wednesday, um, we talked about it last week, but, uh, there was a, a little bit of a change. So just a little, uh, refresh the memory and in case you didn't mm-hmm. listen last week. All right. So ARW is coming together for black and blue Wednesday. That is the night before Thanksgiving <clears throat> is a special tradition and a fun tradition. Uh, have you been to, have you been to a black and blue, uh, show? I, I've been to one. And it was a fun I've night. I've never been to one. I'm hoping to make it uh, this year, but I don't know. It's it's it's, it's becoming more like it won't be, but I'm hoping that changes. You know, I hope and pray. I'll be wearing my JFW shirt. I would fucking hope so. Oh, yeah, reminds me. I got to make a new JFW shirt. I got to make a note. Make a note. Make a note while I um while I give this information. So, American. Do <laughs> you think I don't multitask, bro? Come on now. 
I know you're more of a multitasker than I am. Right. Well, if I don't, dude, if you look at my desk, there are like hundreds of fucking post notes all over the fucking place. Because if I don't write shit down, I'll never fucking remember. I got a post note over here from Dissension and Shabance. I don't know why I still have it. And Labor Day, SCW Labor Day Perseverance. I don't know why I fucking still have that fucking note, but it's still here. Those were two good shows. They were some great fucking shows. Anyways, number you're up. So ARW, Black and Blue Wednesday. That's this Wednesday before Thanksgiving. American Legion Post, 118.99 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open, 6.30 p.m. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. All tickets are just $10. You can still get tickets in advance by messaging ARW Pro on Facebook. However, front row seating sold out. Just saying. Um, for the heavyweight championship, we have Nick Cutler defending his championship against his former partner, former best friend, Greg Glover. We got Ivan Manson going to address the crowd about his retirement and saying his final goodbyes. In a no countout match, Nick Diamond versus Max Holiday. We have Hobart's own Donovan Ruiz would be uh, having his, I guess in a way debut, but it's more of a, it's just a contract signing at this point. He is the first individual to sign an exclusive talent contract with the ARW. So is that, that, that's the, that's the homegrown kid, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, BLW defends his Indiana State Championship. Against Dave Allen and Excalibur in a triple threat match. Youth Gone Wild will be in a tag team tournament match. We'll be taking on now what was supposed to be Lennox Leone and VJ Price is now JPH and VJ Price taking on Youth Gone Wild. Interesting, Interesting concept with a POW guy and an SCW guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting if you think about it, because uh, uh, this past weekend, he was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you saw what I saw. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. Joey Boom Boom ends to, he vows to end Mark White's plea to gain control of ARW. This should be it. And I hope so. Because, you know what? Fuck Mark White. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I believe that's all I have at all the matches right now. Um, I think that's all I had last week, right? Yeah, no, it's, it, it sounds it sounds like that's the card. Um, obviously they're all subject to change, but I think that's I think that's the only thing that's being promoted at the moment. Right. Usually they have about six matches anyway, yeah. so that's about right. Yeah, and obviously they gotta make sure they got enough time for uh, Ivan's uh, final final uh, address, oh, yeah. his farewell, if you will. That is important. Oh fuck yeah! That's gotta be like the last thing of the show, right? Like that's gonna be like the closer. It's gotta be. Maybe unless he does, unless they do it before the main event. Yeah. That I can maybe see, but. Yeah. 
Either way, it gets me one step closer to having part two with Ivan Manson here on SCW, so. Actually, there is another match, I thought. What? Was it, what, what was JPH originally in? Or was honestly, that supposed to be a fatal four-way? With no, I, I, honestly, the only thing I ever saw was JPH and BJ Price teaming up. He was supposed I, to be in another match, JPH. Oh, I don't remember seeing anything with that. Dude, the most the, the the one thing I saw was them teaming up together. That's the only thing I saw as far as GPH being in a match. No, it, he was. I think he was supposed to be in the Indiana State Championship match. Well, well, just have re, revert to last week's show. It's on there. I can't find my old notes. So, well, that's all for ARW. We're living in the past, Nubby. Living in the past. Let it let it go. Let it go. Let it go. As 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 told by you, as told to you by me, and Elsa from Frozen. Let it go. Just let it go. Let Let it go. go. Because the cold never bothered you, anyways. Yes, it does. Actually, don't fucking lie to me. I hate the cold. I hate it. Is it because turtles are cold-blooded? They might be. Um, I really don't know if that's true or not. Sometimes cold-hearted, too. Are, to- are turtles, uh, they're reptiles, right? Uh, they're either reptiles. I think they are, but some right. keep saying they're amphibians. I think they're the same. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, then. Because I, I don't, I, I'm looking up. Next show. So, uh, Crash Tested Wrestling has a show this Saturday. Crash At Givings? The, Crash Givings, you are correct, sir. Crash Givings. Uh, it's at the Morgan Monroe Hall, 3850 Howard Avenue in Hobart, Indiana, which is not too far from Lake Station. Tickets are $15 per adult, $10 per child under 10. Doors open at 6 p.m., bell time at 7 p.m. We have two elimination matches, Survivor Series type matches, if you will. And we also have four lethal lottery matches. For the Lethal Lottery Tournament. Four competitors will advance into the tournament. We don't know who they are. And they don't know who they're wrestling. It's the luck of the draw. Just like last month. Um, One elimination matches. Hey, real Mr. quick. Hey, hey, real quick. Hey, What's that? Hey. So, JPH was originally supposed to be in a fatal four-way for the uh, in the SA Championship. I was right. You are correct. That's all. I I couldn't stop living in the past. That's on me. (laughs) That's on me. Good job. All right. So, uh, one elimination matches features High Society, who was led by Cameron Wayne. It is Eric Schultz, the undeniable Nick Diamond. Chris Miller of CNC Destruction, and one of the workhorses, Wade 
Evans. Yeah, explain that to me. Workhorses um, is on a team called High Society. They are not with High Society. They have an allegiance-ish What's, business. What, what, what does the HS stand for? High Society. So, so it's Team High Society. Yes. So one of the workhorses are on a team called High Society. Yes. That's what I just said, and you said no. They are not together, though. But they're on a team called a High team. Society. They're on the team. He's yeah. on the team. He's on not a team with called High Society. You, okay, I misunderstood you. Because I thought you said he is No, with he's the, not a member. No, not a member right. of the okay. actual team. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 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 See, that's why this, you want me to participate. I'm trying to participate here, bro. And you keep telling me I'm wrong. Anywho, oh, who's, team high, who, who's Team High Society facing? Well, I'm about to get to that. I know that was that was me trying to segue segue you into it. I know. Shut up. I don't. Have you don't up. know. You just said I was about to tell. You. Oh, jeez, you're going off. You're going off the rails here, Nubs. Yeah. Well. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're facing Team CTW. We are represent. Oh, I, I gave it away already. Fuck. I said we. <laughs> well, Team CTW mm-hmm. is Jay Thunder, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, and what was supposed to be Tully Borelli is now Jared Kripke, and yours truly, the Amazing Turtle. The fucking Nubsters. Damn real. That's right. It's time to end high society. Time to kick them out. End them all. Get rid of Cameron. Get rid of Eric Schultz. Get rid of them all. And then we go take out the workhorse, too. Because he sucks. (laughs) It's been a long rivalry ever since. CNC Destruction chokeslammed me. They abducted the CEO, Jed Williamson. So Jed put us together to finally end them, and we're going to do it. Fuck what Chris Miller says on social media. (laughs) And then in another elimination-style match, Survivor Series, if you will, it is the ARC. Which features Renee Van Peebles, the Angelo Steel, C Red, and the CTW Heavyweight Champion, Miles Mercer. They will be t- taking on Team Payback. Now, to, um, because I don't think it's not going to come up in SCW, but I do want to ask. So, the Angelo Steel. Is teaming with ARC um, on this show, and yet at SCW, Mike Strong was out there. No, never mind. I was I'm getting confused. Never mind. Mike Strong was with uh, just amazing and uh, Kendra. I got confused. Never mind. Let's move on. I know what you're getting at. I get it. Uh, yeah. No. Never mind. Yeah. I kept thinking like, wait a minute. Wasn't Mike Strong with uh, ARC? But no, ARC 
tag team. Oh, wait, never mind. Just amazing and Kendra. Okay, now, now my focus. Okay, I'm good. I'm good now. We can go. We can continue. Okay. So they'll be taking on Team Payback. And the reason they're called Team Payback is because, mm-hmm. well, they're getting some payback on the ARC because they even have a, been a thorn in their side. And Team Payback is Mike Strong, which you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Sanji, All Day Marche Rocket, which is interesting because now, a year later, just about, it was, well, actually, a year ago, it was C Red and Marche together. Yeah. And now they're on the opposite sides. Weren't they just inducted into the Hall of Fame together as the Soul Touchers? Nah, Willie was. They inducted him. Who was, um. Seabird was was at another uh, induction. Oh, oh, it was at the um, Midwest Reunion where they got an award, which I guess you can call it the Hall of Fame too, but it's okay. more of a more of an award, not much of a Hall of Fame. Kind of like like it, like an achievement award or something. Yeah, slightly okay. award, if you will. But that was this uh, year. That was this year. So okay. yeah, they, so they yeah, so they, so they shared a stage together, winning an award for something that they achieved over their career. Right. And how they're on opposite sides of the ring together. Okay. Yep. Wrestling is a crazy fucking world, bro. Yep. And their fourth partner is a mystery. Who do you, you think know. it is? Who do I think it is? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Ah, oh, that's a good question. There could be a lot because you know the ARC has has you know done a lot of damage to a lot of people. Yeah. But you know what? I'm just gonna throw a name out there. Any name, any name that has a problem with C Red, I'll just throw Hunter Payne in there. Why not? <laughs> God. Or See, it, yeah, I could pull double duty. You never there know. You go, right. See, here's here's the thing that I don't get when it comes to, and this is kind of like maybe a a reality thing, a shoot, if you will. Um, because I think we actually talked about it a little bit uh, on Saturday, um, about about characters following characters throughout different promotions. You know, like because like realistically, like, when you sit there and say like, who are the problem with ARC? It's like, well, you can talk about VIP, you had an issue with Mercer at IPW, or you can talk about the workhorses having an issue with ARC at IPW. You can talk about, you know, I mean, like, you, you can sit there and Hunter Payne, perfect example. It's like, but the thing is, like, nobody follows storylines from other places. And that bugs the hell out of me. Yeah. Yep. So it's like you sit there and like you know I can sit there and I guess you know it's like oh well, you know it could fucking be anybody but without knowing crash tested wrestling it's like okay well what the who the fuck could it be could it be fucking Steve it could be he's still yeah. technically a general manager maybe he's gonna be there yeah. as far as I yeah. know he yeah. doesn't have anything yeah. else going on so. Maybe. God. We'll see. Fudge. If, eh, maybe not. At IPW, though, C-Red saved him. Yeah, but maybe. see, again, that's IPW. 
I don't know what, see, that's the thing, like, when you don't follow storylines from one promotion to another, it's just like, well, what the fuck? You know, like, what what can you dictate or what can you not? And this, that's something I think the wrestling business needs to change on is to, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing here, and it's why I need to carry on to do it here, because it's not like, it's not, it's not like, and I, I guess this is the perfect example of it, and I hate to make this comparison, I'll probably get chewed out by SCW4, but whatever. But when you have a baby face like DJ Price and a heel like JPH, and they're on opposite sides of each other in SCW and POW, it's not like they're traveling all the way to California to tag together in a tag team. No, they're going right over the border 30 miles away to tag together. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's just, I think that's what ruins the, the, the realism that wrestling could bring to a younger audience by doing shit like that. I think that sucks. And I get that promoters have to book matches a certain way and change things in a certain way. And I get that and that's fine. But then it becomes a, it comes the responsibility of the wrestler to find a way to make the kayfabe and the gimmick work. But it's it's just like it's it I mean like I mean can you imagine fucking um Ric Flair fucking doing four horsemen in NWA or whatever and all of a sudden just going over to fucking uh, Nashville and teaming up with Dusty Rhodes? Mm. That should never yeah. fucking happen. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I, 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 Yeah, go. Go ahead. I, I was just saying, I mean, it's like Hunter Payne and fucking Jimmy Blaze teaming up together in fucking IPW. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking sense, but I mean, I, I think I think that's something that independent wrestling can do better. I mean, like when you can find a way to sit there and say, "Hey, listen, I got this guy. He's my heel, and your fans are also my fans, and we can find a way to keep it that way." To go, like, oh, sure, hey, whatever. But I know some companies it, prefer not to do that, or however they want to work shit. It's just crazy because it has been like that for the longest time, and yeah. I remember, I remember my first uh, year going to independent wrestling. So my first show was MCW. Mm-hmm. Your cousin was there on the show. First which, time what, I ever met show? Him. Which show? It was it was MCW, Midwest Championship Wrestling. Um it was at uh, Marist High School or whatever. Um gotcha. so he was a baby face. First time I ever met him. He signed my wallet that night. I think I told you that. Dorbs. <laughs> um so and that, and that was, um, April. That was the April show. Yeah. Cause that was the night before Black Backlash. So two months later, June, I went to my first LWF show. He was a heel. And, and I'm going to be that fan. You know, I'm going to talk shit like I always do. And of course he acknowledged the fact that, uh, that I had my Triple H jersey on. Like night, or no? Yeah, he did that. But before that, he's like, after I I called him a joke, and he says, "Oh, I'm a joke. Why don't you come in here, you pudgy bastard?" So it's weird, like for going from baby to heel. Like, yeah, two months, but yeah. I I mean, he could have turned heel, but mm-hmm. but then you go to MCW two months after that, he's a baby again. It's like. Weird yeah. fucking concept in wrestling. Yeah, it, it it's it, it hardly makes sense now, and I get it. Like, 
you know, with Pow and SCW, you know, like your faces in your home fucking show, but then your heels in the company you're, you know, you're going against. But it's just like ARW is a completely different fucking breed now where you're taking a heel and a baby face and you're tag teaming them up just because one guy didn't show or couldn't show, so you have to fill in a void there. It's just a little goofy, um, but... I mean, it's, it's something I'm just used to now. Yeah. And I I go, and with me being in the business, I can go with the flow. I understand it. So I just, I do what I have to do. If I'm just in, if I'm in the crowd, mm-hmm. I do what helps them. But yeah, you're, you're sitting there like you deal with both of them at other shows and you know yeah. what's going on. And it's like, fuck. Well, see, and that, and that's my problem, especially when it comes to wrestling. I don't know. I love storylines. I love promos. I love people building characters and shit like that. But I have a problem with shit if you have no way of telling me why it makes sense. Unless you can tell me that it makes sense, I don't fucking buy it. And I'm not entertained by it. You have to show me that it makes sense or explain to me that it makes fucking sense. Because if you can't, then so whatever. Right. Anyways, uh, um, that's all the matches for that, but well, go ahead. And there, yeah, and there one more or something? No, um, just, uh, they're all lethal lottery matches. Um, something else might pop up. Who knows, but. What's that, uh, what, what is that third match thingy? That's just, they're just showing the lethal lottery people. Yeah. But there's supposed to be eight guys involved in four rule advance, so there's like four more matches, essentially. Oh, so you could be playing double duty. I could be playing triple duty. You never know. I could be in the lethal lottery. I could, and I can be the fourth member for team payback, which wouldn't surprise me if that happened because. People like to work me. And then um, we have a special guest commentator in John Bullard, who is the owner of Chicagoland Championship Wrestling. So that'll be fun. He'll finally get to see me wrestle and maybe, you know, book me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Great guy. Well, they, they should be booking you. It's right. crazy. It's crazy that they're not. I know, right? I mean, even Damian Saint books me. Is that Rion? Yeah, maybe Rion's fourth man. Well, here's a funny uh, tidbit. Yeah, tell me. He he is still a member of the ARC, technically. And technically, he's still the CTW Tag Team Champions with Willie as the ARC. Huh. But we we can't talk about that in front of Rion. Why? He'll just tell he'll t- he's, he'll just say no, don't start that shit. <laughs> I did that. I did that for Steve because he does, he likes to do that to him. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Um. But yeah, that's the that's the show for uh, Crash Tested Wrestling. Um. 
Let me pull that back up for the information one more time. Morgan Romal Morgan Monroe Hall, thirty eight fifty Howard Street, Ave, whatever it is, Obert, Indiana. Tickets fifteen per adult, ten dollars per child under ten. Doors open six PM, bell time one PM. Hope to see you there. Please show up, please show up. Please, 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 please. I'm you wanna watch good wrestling? It'll, it's there. Yeah, tell me there, tell me there to see Nubby. That's right. Come, come, JFW sent you. <laughs> All right. Um, IPW is this weekend. Did you know that? This Sunday. Now I know that. Now you know. Now I know that. I heard uh, Travis T might might be there. That's that's my point. Oh shit! Hold on a second. You keep talking. I'll be right back. You keep talking. I almost forgot. I'm gonna... Keep talking. Yeah, uh, do the IPW card. I'll be right back. Well, I don't want to do the card without you. Okay, well then just keep talking for like 45 seconds. I almost forgot. Okay, well I got inf- I got the information to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we like 45 seconds. All right, go. Ooh. Would you hurry up? Fuck. So anyway, um, as Travis T walks away on his own show, oh, what a jerk. Um, I, Ileana Pro Wrestling returns this Sunday, November 27th. At VW Hall Post 311, that is 22341 Governor's Highway in Richton Park, Illinois. Doors open at 1 p.m. Show starts at 2 p.m. General admission is $15. Kids 10 and under are only $10. Is This show is hosted by the Chicago Knockouts of Roller Derby. You think they want to murder me? Why you? Well, from what I said on uh, the Power Hour. I'm pretty sure uh, Steve is probably going to get it worse. Oh, end. so much worse. That guy that guy cannot keep a secret. Well, I, I think he survived this past Saturday, considering uh, how it went off the rails last week with Willie. Willie got <laughs> Willie got uh, X-rated. <laughs> all right. Uh, obviously, all the champions will be on hand. Um, refresh your memory on that. The tag team champions, Leo LaFleur and Damian Tyler, will be in the house. Those damn workhorses, who are the trio's champions, will be in there. The alternative champion, the Ewok, will be there. Second City champion... Miles Mercer will also be there. League champion Aaron Stone. Asshole. <laughs> and junior heavyweight champion Nick Diamond will also be in the house. Um, now, if you remember, Joey Dalton won the medallion tournament. So could he be there to finally make a challenge for a title? We don't know. Did you um, say, uh, how, how many are there? There's two, right? There's two. Now and, if, the, and Mercer only used one, or did he use both? He used both, because that's he how he got both. both of his titles. Gotcha, okay. And you can use them for all titles except for Aaron Stone's League Championship, which I think is nuts. Why wouldn't anyone want to go for that? 
I mean, yeah, well, yeah. But then again, it is Aaron Stone. Why would you? Well, my dumbass would do it again. So <laughs> maybe I got hit in the head too hard. Um. So matches haven't really been announced, but mm-hmm. I'm going to assume I can announce a few that was sent to me. Um, well, there is one official because it was made. Uh, 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 Nick Diamond went on a Facebook rant about um, about Muggsy James. There was actually a picture of a young Muggsy James that was posted on there. So, uh, so for the junior heavyweight title, it will be Muggsy James against Nick Diamond in a rematch because it went to a draw last month. Um. We have, a, as of right now, a gauntlet match for the tag team titles. Damian Tyler and Leo LaFlair will go run the gauntlet. The participants, later to be named. Who could it be? We don't know. Who can it be now? Uh, Who can it be now? Special challenge match. VJ Price versus Jay Thunder. We have a special challenge, and it's called the Captain's Fall match. I don't know what the Captain's Fall is, but it sounds interesting. If it's captured the flag, I'll be I'll be ready to go. Um, <laughs> um, the leader of the team, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, will have his team, and the leader the, he'll be he'll be taking on a team who will be led by Miles Mercer. Uh, Nikki Nick should be in the house. Um, other participants as well. Um, and I saved this match for last. <sighs> it's going to happen, Travis T. Is this the thing that uh, we were talking about on Saturday that I didn't quite know what was going on? Yeah. Excellent. Fuck yeah. I love hearing about shit. I told you that Saturday. C-Red of the ARC will be taking on yours truly, the Amazing Turtle of JFW. Oh, shit. Why did they finally decide to do it now? It's been a while. Um, don't know. Like, what did you do? I, well... When we were both on the power hour last, I yeah. did tell C Red that he can't beat me without help. Oh, that's true. As long as it isn't because of something I said and they know full well that I won't get into a ring to back it up. Nah, it's it's all me. I've been wanting this to happen for eighteen years. Well, less than that, I guess. I didn't yeah, meet not, you. Until. Not twenty. Yeah. Not twenty. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh the card as of right now. More matches are scheduled. Um But you gotta come to this show to find out for the rest. It's always a fun time. They got beer. You can check football games in between. They got gaming you can go do at uh intermission. Where is this at again? Richmond Park. Um, 
DFW Hall Post 311-22341 Governor's Highway. General Mission 15, kids 10 and under, are $10. Show starts at 2 p.m., doors open at 1. Hosted by the Chicago Knockouts of Roller Derby. It's only 12 miles from my house. There's no reason for me not to go. Nah. All right. Now, let's get into some results. What do you say? Uh, yeah, which one do you want to do first? We always save SCW for the main event. You got to save SCW. I have CSW. Cool. So, what I had to run for is that uh, Nubby brought me a gift. I did. From CSW. They were selling El Segundo's Brewing Company's Stone Cold's Broken Skull American Lager. I've been trying to trying I've been trying to taste this for a long time now. And Nubby was able to get me a beer and I figured why not wait and drink it while Nubby gives us the CSW results. You know, you are a genius. Right? Not and that evil, way not evil you, genius, but a genius. Oh god, not, not evil. No. That way I give you my evaluation of the beer when we're done. Alright. So first things first is how's the sound opening? Give that a seven. That is a pop. That's a fucking pop. Alright, anyway, I'm, PSW. I'm saving mine for Thanksgiving. There you go. Alright, so Alright, so the, obviously the show started with a pre-match, uh, but I don't remember who did it, because it wasn't written down, and I didn't get the names. But somebody won. <laughs> oh, wait, it was a tag match. Um, I only know one of the guys. Bayou, Bayou Bill and his tag team partner lost. That's all I know. All right, so we had the Futures Battle Royal. Eddie the Bruiser won this one. Now, you know how I am over everywhere I go? Every fucking place, bro. Eddie is over as well. Maybe one day me and Eddie can be a tag team. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, CSW. That's not the right. that's not that's not the kid who uh who eats turtle turtle crackers, right? No, that's Adam Stallion. Alright, so Shane Hollister took on Marche Rocket. Obviously with the help of his uh friend, the hate keepers, Shane Hollister won. But in the beginning, um Hollister told the haykeepers to go on the back. And then, um, but they obviously came back out and cost Marche the match. <clears throat> In a fatal four-way tag team match for number one contendership, it was Big Mood getting the win over Team Babushka, AZZ, and Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan. 
This match was interesting. They 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 ran me a little bit as I was the ref. <laughs> but yeah, um, Big Mood, which is Mattel Valentine and Jack Moody, they got the win, and they are number one contenders for the CSW Tag Team Championship. Nice. In a three-way match, as a I tree? said, a three-way, a three-way, or triple threat for the wrestling people that don't understand why I say tree. Just to be funny. <laughs> Joey Mayberry defeated Hugh Montgomery and the dog-faced bastard Greg Mert. It was Chris Miller who ran out to distract Greg Murray because Greg Murray was the one last month who passed out Miller suck signs and then try to help Eugene at the end of the match. So Miller cost Greg Murray the match and Mayberry won. Now, what was supposed to be Davy Richards versus uh, Adam Stallion, it ended up being Shalance Royal of OVW, who is the OVW Women's Champion, taking on Adam Stallion. And Adam Stallion got the win. Who's the OVW Women's Champion? Shalance Royal. That's the, uh, that's the opera singer, right? Yeah. She's I somebody I want in fucking SCW. Hell yeah. She, I didn't I, realize that. I, uh, I saw one match that she, uh, that she did. It's when I was, uh, looking for a competitor, women, women competitors to bring to SCW and she faced, um, oh crap, what was her name? Uh, where the hell? I got too many. I, I talked to too many fucking people. That's my problem. Leslie, uh, Lamineka. Lamunse or something? Lamunica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the girl that was from, uh, Nor- Northern Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie La Leslie La Muneca, but she had a match with, uh, with her. Uh, okay. But yeah, um, I don't remember who actually won. I want to say it was Adam Stallion, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was Shalante because she's one tough chick. And I didn't realize she was the opera singer until she started singing. Uh-huh. And it was funny, me and uh, Kimmy Boz were standing in the back. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Who is doing that? Because her voice is so good that she doesn't need a mic. Oh, no. No, it's... And it's... It's, uh... It's, what's the word? Those fucking, uh, like, sirens from Homer, Homer's Odyssey, fucking, like, draws you in. Mm. Uh, also, we side thought, note. What's up? We thought it was a fan, because we were <laughs> right by the entranceway. Yeah. Side note here. Um, I went ahead and I, I poured my El Segundo Broken Skull IPA. Into my Steam Hollow Brewing mug. Ooh. Going classy. You know, speaking of Steam Hollow, mm-hmm. somebody from Steam Hollow was in the house this past Saturday. That's true. 
Also, I don't think you know this or not, but uh, El Dorado on occasions will uh, will bartend Steam Hollow. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So for those of you who uh, who've ever been to Steam Hollow before, would like to know more about Steam Hollow, uh, El Dorado will actually be bartending this coming Saturday. So if uh, you're in the area, maybe post crash uh, crash tested wrestling. Uh, or even pre-crash tested wrestling. Uh, check out Steam Hollow Brewing while uh, El Dorado be slinging beers. Because I'll be there. Drinking. And tip them well. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Like a, like a heifer. <laughs> Alright, where are we at here? We got that done. Alright, so now we have the Ring of Destiny match. Which featured Steve Boz, Conan Lycan, Solomon Tupu, Victor Nestra, Cody James, Jack Johnson, Ryan Matthews, Acid Jazz, TJ Steele, and Cypher. It was, it started out as 10 man Royal Rumble ish, gauntlet style, whatever do you want to call it. Every minute a new competitor comes out. Uh, then it turns into a Final Four, and the the final four turns into elimination regular counter submission. It was uh, Conan Lycan winning the whole thing. The last participant with him was Steve Boz. The damn Steve Boz, man, he got he can still go. He took a lot of bumps. He got beat up. <laughs> But, yeah, Conan Lycan won, and now he is number one contender for CSW Heavyweight Championship. Which, cannot wait to tell you who won that match. Well, we might have a spoiler in the beginning of the show. (laughs) We might have a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, In a... Chicago Street Fight for the CSW Tag Team Championships. Uh-huh. It was the Hate Keepers defeating the Dope Kings. Light Tubes. Candlestick with Barbed Wire. Chairs. Tables. Guess who would have cleaned that shit up? Well, I guess the officials would. Yeah. It was, ah, it was not pretty. Mm-hmm. The match was fun to watch, but it was still ugly. Uh, so the Hate Keepers are still the tag team champions. So it will next year. I want to say the first show of the year. It will be the Hate Keepers versus Mateo Valentine and uh, Jack Moody. Here we go. Alright. Hollow Halloween, what am I doing? Hall of Fame <laughs> ceremony. C Red came out with Marche Rocket and Acid Jazz to the Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy tell him. The Soul Touches came and reunited for a special night. To induct Willie. The Bomb Richardson into the 22 
CSW Hall of Fame. It was uh, an interesting Hall of Fame. Uh, Willie made us laugh. His family was there. Some Windy City alumni were in the house. And um, it was only to be interrupted by Chris Miller. Of course it would. Chris Miller brought up the point that he ended his Willie's career a few years ago and told him to get out of his house quote unquote and told him to go back in the coffin they put him back they put him in and insulted Willie's dad and a few seconds later Willie beat the crap out of Chris Miller we got a pounce and we got a potato A potato? A potato. Have you heard of the potato? No. It's just one punch by Willie's hand. It's potato. We call that the potato. All right. For the CSW Women's Championship. Now, before I, I go into this, do you know the result of this match? Which which match the main event? No, this is the CSW Women's Championship. Oh no, no, no. Fatal Four Way. Heather Reckless, mm-hmm. the champions, versus Sierra versus Ashley Niamwa versus Shelly Benson. Shelly the Bombshell. No. Do you want me to guess? Because I don't yeah, guess. But I'm gonna guess the bombshell. Wrong. Are you ready? Uh, Are you ready uh, to hear it? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm on board. Get, get your excited pants on. Because your favorite, Evil Sierra. Fuck yeah. New CSW Women's Champion. Fucking well-deserved. I was going to say Sierra, but I was like, that's way too obvious. But fuck yeah. Good for her. Deserved. Well-deserved. Um... So in the beginning, um, actually of the show, well, not the beginning, it was during the Rings of Destiny match. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, Cypher and Heather Reckless have a weird relationship where Cypher's a dog-ish, whatever. Yeah. And Heather cost Cypher to match again. Well, this time, the tables have turned. Cypher came out. Choke slammed Heather Reckless to hell, and which allowed Sierra to get the win. Don't poke the bear. Yep, she finally poked the bear. She poked the fucking bear, bro. Too much. She over there bear poking. Yep. I've been in the ring with Cipher. Now I'm, I'm, I, I'll get in the ring with anybody. I'll mm-hmm. poke the bear. I don't care. But that's because I can take the shit. I've been taking the shit for how long? But it was only about about the time that, you know, Heather would finally get the karma she deserved. Oh, yeah. So, Evil Sierra is your new CSW Women's Champion. You can get excited. 
Yay. No, I'm, I, I think it's awesome. She's a great talent. That's, a, that's the reason she's shown up on AEW several times. That's why she's booked nearly a year in advance and everything. She fucking crushes everything she fucking does. Mm-hmm. Really proud of her. Oh, yeah. That's fucking phenomenal. Hell yeah. And I know that if she's listening to this right now, she's like, who the fuck is this creepy fucking dude? Yeah, right? <laughs> Huge fan. Huge fan. Just a fan. Yeah. Nothing more. That's a fan. All right. So we are in the main event. Now, if this was done right, you would already know who the new, who the champion is now. That's true. If it's done right. If it's done right. If it's done right. Either way, I'm going to tell it like it is. Mm hmm. Joey Avalon, champion at the time, versus Axel Rico in a two out of three falls match. And if Axel Rico loses, he cannot challenge for the title as long as Joey Avalon is champion. Well, we have a new CSW heavyweight champion in Axel Rico. Now, I know I asked this last week, but how long was Avalon champion for? It was a bit, right? It was a bit. Yeah. Um, it was quite a while. I wouldn't say exactly a year. Close to it, though. I can't remember when he lost it. It probably seems or like it's when longer. when he won it, I'm sorry. It probably it seems, seems like it's longer because he defends it every month. Right. Good for him. Um, obviously, you know, it, it came down to the wire. Each one got a fall. And then when it was one to one, um, I was getting ready for, I was a referee and I was doing, getting ready for a 10 count in the middle of the ring. It was a double down, as you will. The haykeepers came out. Well, well, actually, wait, backtrack, because this is important. At the beginning, before the match even started, Joey Avalon called out Steve, GM Steve, Power Hour Steve, came to the ring. He gave Steve his shovel and told him to take it with him. And he then told Sierra to leave the ring, to leave the ringside area. Joey wanted to do this on his own. Supposedly. It was only until, now that I'm, I can get back to it, during the double down, as they called in the business, the haykeepers came out. But they didn't get far enough to, for the rest of the CSW locker room to come out, to drive them off, to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. They finally banded together and said, fuck this shit. We're not going to have this again. So the haykeepers ended up running away. And the rest of CSW surrounded a ring and got, you know, encouraged Axel and Axel got the win. So again, new CSW champion Axel Rico. This was an interesting story that they told. I mean, Axel Rico's career alone is an interesting story. Because he had a lot of ups and downs when he started. 
but he did a complete 180, trained better, got in the gym more, did a lot of studying, and he ended up teaching me some stuff. That is how good he is. Well-deserved, and I am looking forward to the future, or what the future holds for Axel Rico as champion. That was fun. And that's all I got for CSW. Perfect. Their next show is not till January. That's right, season finale. That's right. Season fucking finale. <clears throat> With that said, we had SCW, Feast or Famine. Famine. Fucking SCW Feast or Famine this past Saturday. Big card, nine matches. Nine matches. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, this beer. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't no. know if there was something. I, I, I don't know. Here's the, here's the thing, though. So. <sighs> I don't know if this beer is supposed to smell like wet dog or wet dog. if it, it it's not a pleasant smell. It doesn't have a pleasant taste. So I'm trying to figure out if maybe this beer was chilled, warmed, chilled, warmed, chilled, back and forth, and somehow the beer got skunked. But uh not that good. Hmm. I mean, maybe the possibility of it being in my car to go home with it, maybe. But I had it. I don't know if it warm up that quick, though. No, it didn't warm up. The car, it was cold outside. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, and it stayed in my car all night when I was at SCW. And then when I got home, it ran into my fridge. So I'm wondering if it got warm at the bar. But I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go grab a four pack from uh, from a, a liquor store over there in Dyer, in Indiana, just to compare. But if it tastes the same, it's not that good. I, it's not even a beer. I think I would fucking cook bratwurst in, man. Mm. So disappointed. I do appreciate the effort of giving me, getting me the beer. I really do. I mean, I would never say you, you know, you wasted your time because you did. I do appreciate it. It just yeah, it just as a as a weird wet dog smell. Mm. It is a lager, though. I like lagers, though. I've had lagers at Steam Hollow. It's just, I don't know, like, what... I'm going to have to try. I'm going to have to try to dire and see if this is the official taste of it. So, Austin, uh, don't don't get pissed at me. I think it's just maybe, maybe at some point in transport from California to here, like, something happened. It's not a good taste. And I just want to give you a heads up, because I don't want it to ruin your Thanksgiving when... uh you're sucking down uh, wet dog bath water. Hmm. Southland Championship Wrestling, Feast of Famine, this past Saturday. Nine matches, Nubsters. I'm not going to take anything away from you, so you can do the results, and I'll just fill in some uh, some notes here and there as I go. Well, good, because I don't remember what happened in most of the matches. All right. Um. Well, we'll start. Uh, exit. Aaron Xavier uh, came out and uh, cut a little promo. Um, what did he th- What did he talk about? 
Well, he definitely uh, reminded everyone that he has to call the shot bat, which entitles him to a match for the SCW Heavyweight Championship at any time or any place. But he wasn't really out there for that very reason. He was out there to let JPH know of their match that night, as well as he's going to kick his ass for the multiple times he kicked his wife, Angel, in the face. So it was a very brief promo, but he definitely got his point across. It was a good opener. Good, good opening promo to the show. Cool. All right. Um. Well, opening matchup: Marco Anthony defeated D'Angelo Steele. Yep. D'Angelo's debut at uh, SCW, and how uh, how nice that he was able to face a SCW long like longevity type uh, guy. Um. I don't want, it, it was a, it was a good match. Uh, nothing really popped out of me as exciting or like, oh, you know, this could be the match of night. It was a good opener match, ready to get people comfortable and settled in to watch a long show. So good, good showing on both ends. I wouldn't mind seeing Steele return to SCW. Uh, no big wild spots though. Nothing, nothing big shock. Uh, Anthony did pick up the win with a flatliner. So. Yeah, he did. Um, Kale Kendra was in a triple threat match, and she defeated Nikki Nix and Angel. Yeah, so the ending to that was kind of interesting because obviously you saw Nikki going for a uh, like a running knee attack on Kendra when Kendra kind of got out of the way and she knocked Angel out of the ring. Um, KO obviously picked up the roll-up win on Nikki after the incident, uh, but Angel kind of held her, uh, kind of collected herself and held herself as like as calm as possible because I honestly I think the old Angel would just tore the shit out of her, but the fact that she kind of uh, like held like you know kept her composure, probably took a couple breaths and everything. Really nice to see that she's like, hey, mistakes happen. Obviously in a triple threat match, it wasn't like a partner knocked another partner out of the ring. And these girls were throwing each other out of the ring to have individual competitions with each other throughout the entire match. So great showing across all three ladies. Uh, obviously, uh, Angel and Nikki have been there consistently over the last few months. KO has come in and out sporadically over the year. Uh, but if this is an indication on what a women's division is going to bring next year, very, uh, very high hopes. Absolutely, especially with a powerhouse like Kendra Ko, the veteran uh, mindset of Angel, and uh, you know the, the the perkiness of Nikki Nix. Extremely, extremely perky. Oh yeah. All right. Um, BJ Price defeated Adam Cage. And then he got kicked in the genitals. By Adam Cage. Cage got tired of it. I don't blame him. It, 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 you know, it's one thing when you when you have to wrestle a dude who fucking attacked you from behind, injured your leg, took your spot in Bulletproof. But it's complete another thing when that same fucking dude tries to help you off the mat and shake your hand. What a sign of disrespect by BJ Price. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, come on now. Like, you want this dude to forgive you because cause all of a sudden you had a change of heart and you thought that you are a better fucking person? Mm-hmm. Dude, dude kicked you in the genitals because 
Well, you know, I do the fucking, I do the same damn thing. And nothing not against VJ for doing it. I get that, you know, VJ has turned over a new relief. Maybe he has regrets for what he did to fucking Adam. But at the same time, I get where Adam's coming from. So Adam couldn't let it go, huh? Adam couldn't let it go, but I understand it. He put Adam mm-hmm. out. He put Adam out for months. Months. Couldn't let it go. And you, 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 and you, I, need, you need to let it go, not not Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Nobody, oh, nobody, no. nobody injured your ACL and put you out for, you know, half a year. But someone took my shoe. Somebody took your shoe, yeah. Yeah, that did happen. If there, if there was a time frame, if you were to put time frames on you losing a shoe and Cage losing six months of his life from an, from an attack, uh, I, I say that your time ran out of letting it go two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> but no, Cage, I, uh, Cage, Cage clearly did not care. He flat out told <coughs> the fans, like, you know, I don't care if you're upset. I don't care if you're mad. You want to boo me, boo me. You know what? I, good. Cage Cage needs a, a reality check on his fucking career. And he's to stop worrying about pandering to the crowd and looking for cheers and fan, you know, <coughs> accepting this. He needs to focus on himself. And I think that's what he's doing. So, goody on him. That guy, that guy might get a high voltage match soon. He did defeat me on high voltage. He did. Yeah. I'm going to just start making a list of who gets high voltage uh, matches and we'll just kind of start going down the list. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris Ward defeated Acid Jazz. Big win for Chris. Uh, obviously, a veteran, a, a huge name in this industry, Acid Jazz. Um, as far as I know, a debuting match for Acid Jazz at SCW. And, again, a huge win for Chris Ward. Absolutely amazing. And Chris Ward has always put on a great match, no matter what he did. Big SCW supporter, a mainstay in Southland. Uh, so... All the love in the world for Chris Ward, and this match just proves how great he really is. That's right. Yep. All right. The Alliance of Hope, Odinson, and Amazon, Natasha Kareem, took on the ARC of Miles Mercer and Renee Van Peebles. Odinson and Amazon, they got the win. Yeah, but, and this is a this is a perfect example of where the win doesn't really mean shit when you look at the post match issues and uh, interactions. That's right. Yeah, you can tell. I don't want to take up too much talking. You can you can tell me exactly what happened. Well, I was there, so I was in the yeah. middle of all all of it. Um, after the match, uh, Renee Van Peebles took it upon herself to attack uh, Natasha Crane, uh-huh. and we know why. Because Renee wants that title, and she found a way to get it. Yeah. Um. Because it was just then after the beatdown, Natasha Crane composed herself, got her bearings back, and challenged Renee Van Peebles to a match. And she accepted only on one condition that uh, Natasha Crane would put the belt on the line and. You know Amazon's not going to turn that down. She's a fighting champion. Fighting champion. Next month. Next month is Amazon Natasha Crane taking on Renee Vance people 
for the SCW Women's Championship. That I'm excited. Phenomenal. I'm excited. Renee Van Peoples uh, found a weakness in the Amazon and took advantage of it 100%. Now she now she knows where she needs to attack uh, Amazon. I'm going to tell you right now, if her wrist is hurting as bad as it looks, I don't know if she's going to fucking spin uh, Renee around for that black hole slam or get her ready for a choke slam. It remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it was then. The Deadly Alliance, DA, came out, which was VIP, The Sheik, and what is his name? Don't know. I call him the lawyer. We'll call him the lawyer. He, he, has, no, he, he has no value in my life for me to remember his name. And I say that as the general manager of High Voltage. That this lawyer has no value in my life for me to know his name. I want to to say it might be Chris or something. I really don't know. I I wish I... I just call him the lawyer so much, it just kind of stuck. You are right. You are right. It does end in Esquire, but at the same time, it could end for dipshit for all I care because he has little bearings on how my life moved forward. Most lawyers are dipshits anyway, so... 100%, and this one is the top of the fucking pile. Yeah. So, um, dipshit Esquire, um, got on the mic, talked uh-huh. his spiel. The fans wouldn't let him talk at first. Every no, time he went... They so never deep, do. Never they got, do. They got so loud. Yep. So he found a way to talk over them, and, um... Eventually, they listen, so that way he can get on with his life. Um, He said that he talked to President Terry Allen, your boss, that you love very much. Well, because he's a great guy, and I love him very much. That's right. Um, He gave him a big... said he had a big challenge for VIP. And he... He actually came through with something for once in his life. He gave him a big challenge. The biggest match of his career in all aspects of the word big. And it ended up being the SCW heavyweight champion, Hunter Payne. Hunter Payne put the title on the line against VIP. Losing all these matches, and somehow that dickhead lawyer got him a title shot. That's true. That's true. He got a title shot. I was doing commentating with El Dorado at this time, and I looked at El Dorado, and I said to him what I'm about to say to you. How do you feel watching VIP get a title match when you can't even get one yourself? And I beat VIP. <laughs> Everyone's beat in my, VIP. In my debut match, I beat <laughs> VIP. And yet he gets the title shot. You know what that you know what that says to me though, Nubby? I don't have a good lawyer. You don't got a good lawyer. <laughs> you should get you should get a hold of that Schultz guy of yours. Isn't he a lawyer? Yeah, and I'm hearing rumors about that guy. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not disclosing them at this time because 
Ah, uh, no, we can't talk about that. No, you never can. We can't talk about that. No, we we can't talk about that. That no, is confidential. That. Confidential. Um, so Hunter Payne defeated VIP. Destroyed him. Yeah, beyond destroyed. destroyed. He was so destroyed that he didn't remember what happened. He had guys interfering in his match and still destroyed VIP. Indeed, I even had to eject the sheet. You did. You did. You, you, you flaunted your authority. Fuck yeah. I did. Well, Fuck I yeah. warned him. I warned yeah. him. And yeah. the dipshit was, the dipshit lawyer was warned. And he was lucky that he didn't get tossed out. Yeah. But I tossed out the sheik. I would too, yeah. No, you, you did what you're supposed to do. Because really, dipshit is the lawyer slash manager. He uh-huh. should be out there. The sheik, he's a wrestler. He should not be there. No, no, he doesn't need to be there. So, it was justified. Yeah. And besides, fuck the sheik. Him and his goofy shoes. <sighs> oh, me, me and him have a past. <laughs> but that's another story for another time. Maybe someday we'll, uh, you know. We're going to go down the list of people you have problems with. That could be a part two or. That could be a part three or two. <laughs> All right. Um, it was Koa Laksamana. The Hawaiian hitman defeating Mike Strong in a no disqualification match. Okay. We got a high spot. We got a high spot like we thought we would. We did. I don't know too many people who could do a frog splash from the top rope onto a person who's on a table on the ground, be able to go through the guy and land on his feet. Special. That that is some fucking impact. I know Strong got busted up on the inside from that shit. Mm-hmm. But phenomenal match. You know, you, can't, you don't expect anything less coming from Koa. Not right. one bit. No. Right. You find she's he's out there coming out there with fucking Laura Croft from Tomb Raider, <laughs> fucking banging sticks around and shit. Even she got into the ring and threw some fucking hands. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's a she's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I would now fuck with her. Between his valet and that triple threat match for the women, I really want to get my ref card. That ref yeah. license and shit. Right. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to count the matches. I just want to pat people down for foreign objects. That's about it. Ah, gotcha. I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next match. Um. JPH took yes. on Aaron Xavier and went to a no contest. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is phenomenal too. I like, I don't know how many people noticed it or missed it or whatever, but when he went for a super kick on Xavier and saw it was Angel, he now he literally stopped himself and his mind said "fuck it" and then kicked her. Like, I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but from when I was sitting, you could see him go for it, stop, ah, well, and then do it anyways. Phenomenal. Mm. But it, it was a phenomenal, it was, 
because it was so fluid that if you weren't looking for it, you fucking missed it. And I hope there's a video of it out there somewhere because it's a split second hesitation. And you see him. I don't know if it was a shrug his shoulders or whatever in his face. But literally, go for the kick. Xavier moves, foot still in the air, and then just finished it off. Yeah. And obviously that just pissed off Xavier because he just saw his wife get kicked in the face by the same guy for the third time now. Erupted into a brawl outside the ring that ended in a 10 count, which pushed Xavier to make a special challenge for next month. That's right. Do you want to tell him what it is, or do you want me to? You too. You do it because I don't remember what he said. Oh, perfect. Well, he said that he was tired of uh, JPH. He said the fans were tired of JPH. So next month in December at SCW, it will be a fans bring a weapons match. Got it. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what that is, if you're a fan, you can bring a weapon. But here's what I'll tell you. Because a lot of people are fucking nut jobs. When they mean weapon, I'm not talking about like switchblades and shotguns and pitchforks and sh- goofy shit that, you know, pig farmers and shabans are going to fucking bring. No, they mean like cookie sheets and fucking steel chairs and shit like that, candlesticks, things like that. So, no um, light tubes for the oh, love fuck, of God. Fuck light tubes. If you bring a light tube, I swear to God, I will. Oh, 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 I'll hit you with it. How about fuck, that? Fuck light tubes. Did that? Did that once? Did that once in my life? Huge fucking mistake. Fucking huge. That was at the CSW Street Chicago Street fight, and that was a bit to clean up. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bring that shit. Bring steel chairs, cookie sheets, guitars. Yeah, there you go. God. Leftover uh, food, whatever. Maybe yeah. oh, well, maybe a bone. Bring yeah, a bone. Damn. Bring a ham. Bring a ham. Frozen bring, ham. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Bring wings. Not for the show, just because I'm hungry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, before I get into the main event, I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. Hunter Payne. Yeah. SCW heavyweight champion. That's true. Ever since he's won the belt. Yep. It's pretty safe to say that he's defended it every single time. Yeah. So here's my second question. Yeah. Where are the tag team champions? Talking to the wrong guy, man. I got I got no say in that shit, brother. I hell I could I could barely book my own fucking belt. I just think it's funny. That they have defended their tag team titles mm-hmm. one time, while Hunter has defended it more than once. Yeah. No, I'm not. Hey, you're not wrong. Maybe you need to ask the uh, the boss, the president, who I love, because he's a great guy. Uh, long, long term, long longevity in POW himself. Ask him why two POW guys, who I'm sure he has history with, get to dictate when they would defend their championships. I, 
I wish I could tell you, man. Hey, listen, if it was up to me, fucking El Dorado would probably be high voltage champion right now because, you know, I probably would have made that Steam Hollow match, you know, stick as a high voltage title. But <clears throat> that's a legal, that's a legal department thing in SCW. They decide the contracts and everything. Terry approves them. I'm just a guy that oversees high voltage. I don't get to make calls and stuff. Unless I'm told I can, you can't really make calls and stuff. <coughs> this thought was interesting. Yeah. But anyway. Which, by the way, I don't know why I still get grief from Eldorado and fucking Eldorado misses about giving Eldorado a title shot when I gave that fucko a title shot at WrestleTopia. I don't know how this is still on me. I don't know why they keep forgetting that shit. Because that was supposed to be Amazon's match. And I gave it to El Dorado, and then he lost. That was my fault. But still. Not my fault. No, no, you were pulled out of the ring. But now also he wants another title shot. I don't tell him. Because he gets mad because he thought the title shot was going to get a Steam Hollow. Also, it wasn't a title shot anymore. Again, not my call. I think what they need to do is they need to go find Terry Allen. Who's a great boss, and I love him. That's kill what the hell's going on. I feel like I'm gonna get my power back. I think I, I don't, don't tell anyone, but I think I found a loophole. Ooh, I think I might be able to get my my all my power back. I'm excited, but don't tell anybody, especially my boss, who I love because he's a great guy. Speaking of great guys, mm-hmm. the the Irish car bomb. Sean yes. Mulligan. Another, uh, another, another champion who fucking defends his title. Right. He yeah. defended his Genesis title against mm-hmm. Just Amazing. Right. But another guy who has been to SCW, just not in a long time. Right. Uh, but you know what? He, fuck, he fucking shows up and shows out every time he's there. Yep. Absolute great talent. Been in the ring with him twice. And he literally is just amazing. Yep. Didn't pick up the win, but really fucking close. Very close. I think that was the closest anyone came to taking that title from Shaw Mulligan in a very long time. Right. And I was watching that match. Oh, I was like, ooh, ah, wow. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Shaw Mulligan retains and moves on to the next. God knows who that would be. Yeah. He's running out people um, to face. I think, honestly, looking at this list, I say either Chris Ward or Koa should get it. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Maybe, Maybe even Marco have, Anthony. Maybe they should have a tournament. Or a Battle Royal, that way I can jump in. Oh, there you go. Fucking turtle time. Ah, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add, Nubby? Ah, uh, you know what? That's the end of the tip. Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't start searching Just Freaking Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. And you can catch our shows when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or JFW Podcast. <sighs> Nobody, that's all I got. 
I believe we can ring the bell in this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Kyle Bunga, and Happy Thanksgiving. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.